0: Hello and welcome to Small Bites, where you can get impactful teaching and learning strategies in five minutes each Monday morning at 5 a.m. I'm your host, Hedrick Nichols. Get links to resources in the show notes at hedrick.com and connect with me for small bites of change making wisdom throughout the week at Hedrick or Hedrick Nichols on LinkedIn, X, Insta, and yes, TikTok too. Initiatives don't change outcomes for students, equitable learning experiences do. Now, Let's learn to make outcome-impacting change one small bite at a time. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I am so excited to be back once again, helping you to become the educator that you want to be to change outcomes for all of your students. With wars making headlines and kids being more savvy than ever, someone is standing in a classroom with a child who's asking, But I thought you said fighting is wrong. How come adults get to do it? And well, why do adults get to fight without being called out? Why do we choose sides without thinking twice? In a classroom, teachers would ask who hit first, why who hit whom, and if any foreign objects were involved, they would be taken. A good teacher, assuming they weren't being held hostage by an unrealistic pacing guide, would then help students use their words to talk through the conflict and maybe even help them come up with nonviolent strategies to de escalate future differences. Use your words no violence, no hitting, don't bully, everyone else stay out of it. In our grown up world, have we ever researched any of the who started it info for any foreign conflict currently making headlines? Even some of our domestic info about who the good guys versus who the bad guys are is a little, well, as the kids say, sus. You know what I mean. When the other side does it, it's an attack. Terrorism. When we do it, when our side does it, it's defense. Justifiable. But that means that we are assigning value, labels, context, and a lot of that is usually based on talking points from the news or from history books written by one side or the other. Now, how many of us really have geopolitical context for wars and international conflict not based on second, third, fourth-hand information? I know I don't. Even the wars that make headlines? Well, it shows our bias and how we value lives. There are currently more than 110 wars across the globe. But we're only talking about two. Stop and ask yourself what that says about whose lives we value. Domestic ones over foreign lives. South Vietnamese lives over North, North Vietnamese lives. Ukrainian lives over Russian ones. Democratic lives over communist lives. How do we handle questions about the value of life when we automatically assign value based on I hate to use this word but I don't have another one geopolitical interests and how will you handle questions when children don't feel safe because kids in another part of the world are being killed or attacked or starved will you explain that you're safe it's not here it's far away Will you explain that it doesn't count because the bad guy in their country has to be stopped? How will you justify your answer? How will you make sense of war in a use your words zero tolerance for violence context that your kids grow up in? This week's small bite strategies will help you with that. First, admit that you can't. You cannot make sense of war because, well, it doesn't make sense and being vulnerable with your kids will help them also to admit that some things we don't understand and we can't change. Number two, stop supporting laws that stop children from trying to make sense of the world through current event conversations in the classroom. Teaching is political and that means you've got to support laws that support your kids. Number three, support teachers with neutral, unbiased talking points and conflict resolution strategies for when conversations get heated. I mean, you know, if you've ever been in a class with students repeating news commentator talking points versus a group of kids who are trying to make sense of the senseless, that can get heated. And if you haven't been there, (laughs) you're lucky or maybe just lucky enough to teach pre-K. Number four, make space in class and in pacing guides for journaling or reflection. With older kids, talk about the messages from young people around the world telling their truths about war. You know, TikTok is full of tomorrow's and franks. And number five, teach media literacy. Use all-size media or look at the headlines from different countries to get a broad perspective. Remind students that everyone has an intent for messaging. And knowing that intent can help with recognizing biased or skewed sources. Check the show notes and you'll find more resources from some wonderful educators. And I hope that this week is not too traumatic for you as well. Sometimes we have Velt Schmidt's Take care of yourself so you can take care of the people you love and take care of your students as well. See you next week on Small Bites. This has been Hedrick Nichols for Small Bites. Like, subscribe, follow, leave a great review, and check the show notes and hedrick.com for more resources. See you next week on Small Bites.